Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 23 of Just Love Podcast with Jennifer Parker and myself, David Glazebrook. Today, we are going to be talking to Jen. This is really an interview. It's a cross-examination of... Feels like a cross-examination. It should feel like one. Uh, Jennifer has decided to close the store in South Berwick and is on to bigger and better things of parts unknown. But... uh, I want to talk about that a little bit today. There's a lot of interest in the town, this this metropolis of South Berwick that we live in. No, it's just it's a small community. So when something happens, it generally affects, or it's like the six degrees of separation. You're either one or two or three people away from whatever has happened because it's such a small town. It's just connectivity. Just so. connectivity? That's it? Okay. And are we yeah. also going to talk about what your... No. 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 I'm not going to do that. No. Well, I didn't think we were going to talk about that. Are you changing this? Are you changing the platform already? Nope. I'm just. I'm just. Um, so we haven't done this in a long time, and no. now um, we just have Harry. We don't have Harry and Ruby. Yeah, it's just Harry. So <laughs> just it's just Harry. Harry's annoying barking that he was doing so well for so long. Like he was like he'd bark, but it wasn't that. Like and just like yesterday and today. Oh, not just yesterday and today. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my gosh. I like So So the transitioning time of closing down the shop, Yeah. because I'm now at the very end of it. Yeah. But I'm just saying I have more time at home and have had more time since, um, you oh gosh, no, when did you, I make you, that decision, the end of January? End of January. Well, you don't, you don't know then. You don't know, because this is not, <laughs> yes. this is not bad. This has not been bad. Like, today is the first day in a while that he has been, like, just, no, I'm saying it's been really bad. Like, it's been incessant when I've been home. No, it hasn't. You don't know You that. weren't here. I, I know. <laughs> I know. This dog does not stop. But yeah. anyway, all right, all right, besides that, let's focus. You're in charge. I'm in charge. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you decided to close the store uh, near the end of January. In yeah. a In a... And this, the actual deciding to close the store happened Saturday morning. Right. Well, I mean, you could even take us back further. Like, you kind of, of had course. a plan going. I had an exit strategy. Yeah, but you had a plan before. Like, I remember you talking about two years. Yeah. You know? I, well, when I came back to the store full time. Right. I had a two-year window that I had certain goals that I wanted to reach personally or with the store. And... Um, and honestly, what I what I was talking to you a lot about was getting the store to a point where it was easy to liquidate. Right, and those and well, there was a lot of things uh, that went into that. I mean, there was, you know, there's debt, there's financial availability, viability. There's, uh, you know, you have to, you know, you have competition, so you have to maintain a certain level of. No, of, I don't. I don't well, you feed do into ha- that. But. Well, no, but you have to, I mean, you have to bring people to your store. And, but um, so, ironically, this has been the craziest year. Oh, craziest yeah. year. Yeah. And then just finishing out in February, we've done more business in 12 days than all other months that we're in business, but do you think that's, December. Do you think December. that's because you were closing, though? I don't Maybe know. When I happened. closed the little hat company, um, I think... It was, yes, because I was closing, but also, I think, leaning into that and 
you know, the messaging behind it and promoting the artist. You know, this is the last right month that. So, I mean, yes, the closing aspect of it, but on top of that, and again, it's the work that went into the daily marketing and messaging. Yeah, yeah. yeah it just, it's not something that you, is done on a whim. No, like, it's, it's got to be planned out. I know and... I look like I throw a lot of shit to the wall <laughs> to see what sticks. No, you have plans and you have... Like, when you do a long-term plan, you do well this with it. This is your newest. No, 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 no. You, yes, you, you came up with this, no, this no, summary when, when, of me like, no, no, last week, and I've heard it a lot. Later. No, no. I mean, that's 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 the plans that are not like, like if they fall through, it's no big deal type stuff. That's the two-week thing where it just lasts two weeks. <laughs> I think I get bored. So, Wait. We're all over the map, and you're in charge. All right, so I'm like, in charge. I'm in charge. Tell us, tell them what you're going to talk about. So I want to talk about um, the decision to close the store, uh, the process of closing the store, and, how, and like how you felt about it, and you know some of the, uh, you know maybe the very first sale you had, and maybe the very last sale you had, and maybe just some things you've kind of learned along the way, not just of. Yeah, closing the store process, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel all- like I'm really good at shutting businesses down. <laughs> <laughs> but but also, but also, anyone's going out of business just. But also, me. you know, maybe what you've learned. I mean, yeah, I mean, you have had several businesses, so. See how efficient this closure was? Like boom, 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 boom. It's boom. a lot of work. It's a lot. No, but I just you know I had a lot of help. Um, yeah. Aaron was there, and yeah. Michael, and yeah. um, you know we had close to 200 consigners. Yeah. Uh, local artists and authors and you know 99.9% very responsive mm-hmm. and you know um, it's been it's been good so you had a two-year plan when you stopped working at the restaurant let's start at the very beginning the very beginning okay go ahead so I was sitting at my desk in the in the house chambers in Augusta so this is many as years a state ago. rep this is many years ago this is 2017 okay so was my first year okay. of a two-year term and there were some pretty hostile um, policy bills being debated on the house floor it was yeah. very volatile volatile mm. a lot of like um, large action groups showing up in the capital um, under the rotundra, so you, I mean, literally, like you see in the movies, you're 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 walking through crowds of people that are shouting in your face, Ugh. like, and um, it was a lot, right? Like it was emotionally a lot. Um, I seem to always find myself in these <laughs> in these quagmires <laughs> in life, but anyways. I had um, had some frustrations, had some death threats. It had to do with immigration, had to do with death with dignity, um, some bills that I had put forth for my first term. And um, I wasn't doing well navigating the system and playing the game. And I like when I do something, I like to succeed. I'm pretty competitive. And I was hitting a lot of walls. And um, on some very emotional topics. And I think 
I felt like I wasn't doing any good. I mm. feel like I felt like my time there, even though it was a lot, and I was sitting on health and human services. So I mean, I was physically, mentally, and emotionally there a lot during those two years, but was feeling very much like a failure. Mm. In that, um, I wasn't embracing how the game got played. So therefore, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't being, I wasn't gaining access to certain pockets that one may need to push certain policy. And plus, I was a first term newbie. Right. So they're not, so even like the, I guess, long termers or the, you know. They know the, how to play the game. They know how they're to play seasoned. The game and, and they don't, they've got and, the connections. Right. And you don't have that yet. No. You're, and they you know, all the little phrases they like to use, you know, you're, you're very much learning how the sausage is made. You're drinking from the a fire hose. hose, you know. All of these little idioms that, oh my gosh, if you hear it once, you hear it a million times when you're there. But anyways, on a very hostile afternoon in the house, um, I remember turning to my seatmate um, and I said, I remember saying, fuck it, I'm just going to open a store so I can feel like I'm doing something good in my community. <laughs> and I, I mean, that's very much how I operate what did your mom say this past weekend she goes uh not not distractions but um she said i seek well yeah you seek distraction to, to but she had a she had a i can't remember the word was better that she used and you know and i think i said yeah i said i do do that like if something's not going well in my life i try to divert Diversions. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Diversions. Diversions. I divert my energy into a channel that I know that I can like make instantly make a lot of traction. So that's that's how I decided I wanted to open the store. It's not like so you needed a diversion. I needed a diversion. It's not like oh my god, my passion is shopkeeping or like I live for retail. How many times do I go shopping? You don't. I never shop because unless, I... Unless Libby wants to go shopping, you almost never go shopping. That's the only time the I only, go if it's a mother-daughter date. The, actually, the only other time you'd like to go is like for shopping for plants. I do like to do that, or, like, or the holidays, yeah, or the holidays. gifts. Yeah. But, I, but I tend to do it in one broad suite, <clears throat> right. because I don't enjoy... I don't enjoy retail. <laughs> I really don't. I know I'm such a weird... I know. I, 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 I couldn't do what you do. I couldn't have done that. I just I'm not doing it anymore. I know that's what I'm saying. I well, couldn't. you did do it a few times. Well, I you covered the store covered for me, a, so no, I but could I, go to I, soccer I, games. But or? I mean, like I couldn't do it like own a store. But in a way, you own a studio, so it's yeah, like you're it's interacting. A, it's a little different. Yeah, I'm selling a product, but it's a little bit. It's a little bit different. Yeah, which part? So you've you've witnessed. The life of a shopkeeper for almost two years. We're yeah. Two yeah. years right now. Because the first time you came to the store was in March. Yeah. So we're just up on two years. Yeah. So what what about it that you've witnessed that you think makes you not want to do it? Well, I guess there is a lot of things I have to do. I mean, I think one of the things is like at least teaching yoga, I'll, I do it for a couple hours max a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's things I have to do in the, behind the scenes. I mean, that's all businesses are like that. But I think, like, you know, you're an introvert, more of an introvert, like, and I'm more of an introvert. Like, I can, I can do an energy burst no for like, one is two hours. You're an introvert. I know. 
<laughs> I know. I told somebody at the studio a couple weeks ago, I'm an introvert. They're like, there's no way you're an introvert. I'm like, yeah. But because, you are. But because, like, after two hours of, like, yoga classes, I'm done. I am mm-hmm. definitely done. I am ready to go home and shut the door and... Refuel. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't go to the yoga studio, I wouldn't see anybody. You'd see me. Well, so, well but, but I probably would have never even met you. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I probably... I didn't meet you through yoga. Yeah, that's true. But still, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like... I just probably live in this house alone with Harry. Well, we met via um, Instagram. Yeah, right. So we would have met. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but I wouldn't have been on Instagram. I'm not. I wouldn't be on Instagram as much if I didn't have the yoga studio. You know, I. um, That's one of the things that I'm actually looking forward to is that now that the shop, I'm still going to the shop every day till I. Till the you know the last day that we close the door. Yeah. Just to um. Well, make sure everything gets picked up. You write the final checks. Yeah. Clean break it, it out, down. Break clean it down. It out. Clean it out. But um, I don't miss. I mean, I love marketing. Don't get me wrong. I love the creative strategy aspect of it. I love setting goals and finding ways to reach those goals. Yeah. Whether it's selling certain products, promoting certain artists, yeah. you know, whatever whatever the goals I was making on any given day. I, there's mm. a part of me that loves that. But there is a lot of screen time involved mm. well, there's a reason. using social media. And the mm. reason I used it was because it was free. And that, and you have to maintain it and you have to monitor it. And like, there's a reason I hired Casey to do our, the social media at the studio because I just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and I just don't have the time. Like I'm doing it right now because she's off in Africa on a yoga retreat, mm-hmm. and it, it's but a you lot. You guys have a very succinct system set. For your yeah, well, media. Casey and I came up with that just basically an idea of like you know what we have to do to stay engaged, and then also it's doesn't become like we're a small business, so it's it's it doesn't become overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know. So that and like also like. I'm not paying her for like a full-time job, like in the sense of like she's yeah. doing it six hours a day. I only pay her for so much because it, it you know, she's got her own business and she's got to do her own social media. So it's a lot. But anyway, so decided to open a store. Decided to open the store as a diversion from, <laughs> had to finish out my term in politics. I'm not political. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then also in the back of my head, I was like, I know it takes a while to establish a business, especially this was on a side street. Yeah. Um, wasn't a retail store previously. Was so it a Curves? It was a Curves and before that a laundromat. a laundromat. And at a time that the downtown wasn't hopping at all. Yeah. Like the restaurants, um, you know, there's been a lot of new business that has entered since I first opened, which has made a huge difference. But at the time that I opened, I knew I would have huge pockets or windows where I could write. Right. And and honestly, that's that's my passion in the respect that that's when I uh, most feel like myself when mm-hmm. I'm writing, if that makes sense. Or I yeah. feel, I always feel, you know, like when I sit down to write daily, if it's for the blog, like it's just very peaceful to me it's just i i i feel like you know if you talk about your car i feel like i'm in alignment when i'm writing there you go that's a good that's everything's a good in place everything's mm. running well yeah. i've got a full tank of oil gas yeah. my tires are filled up in my 
you know? Yes. That's what, so that, so that's how I set off or set the intent for the store and, um. Didn't work out that way. Well, a couple of things happened, right? Like, um. Yeah, life gets in the way. COVID. COVID, we were mandated to close the the store because we were non-essential. Yeah. I didn't take advantage of any of the grant money. That is it, PCP, PC? Uh, the, the triple P, because triple and that, P. that was difficult because. Did you take any? No, I couldn't because uh, the the PPP, I think that's what it was called. It was basically if you had employees, but I didn't have any employees. I only have general contractors. contractors, so there was I couldn't take anything. I'm trying to think, so throughout now, there, there was some things I did take advantage of, like they had. Uh, the small business association. So I have. A, I had a business loan. Yeah. They actually paid my business loan for a year. I got none of that. So that that was helpful. That was helpful. We, but that so was it. we bootstrapped it. So yeah. it was Kyle and I, and you know, the, one of the first things I did was reach out to my landlord and just said, "Hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna try to endure mm-hmm. and stick it out, and we're gonna switch to online sales and do curbside delivery and." Um, at the time I was married and because of COVID, Kyle wasn't, I think Kyle lost his job right before COVID. Oh, the timing was, Lord. yeah, the timing was crazy. Mm. Um, so what ended up happening because to transition the store online, it's intense amount of energy and man hours to, take the pictures to write the copy to physically upload each of them to enter in the descriptions of pricing the um, stock and then once you do that then you have to promote it for online sales so we worked it out where i did that from home and then he would run to the store and take pictures he's he liked getting out and about i'm more of a home buddy but he would that's the way he would go to the store take pictures um orders, curbside deliveries, be available for that. And I don't know how, but we made it through those months paying rent and not taking a loan um, or not putting money into the business. It was, I that was, that that was, was tough. crazy. That was tough. And then um, actually even before that, um, there was a situation where I needed to help Anna with college. Mm. And um, just wasn't able to pull the fund from the store yet. Um, it was just two years in business, and I was still putting money in at times. Not a ton, because but, it but was an, just me. Yeah, but enough. Um, but then making the decision to have other people running the store and manning it. I mean, I still went in for a few hours in the morning, Well, you did the marketing, did but, the bookkeeping. But this, this is during COVID, or is this after COVID? This is before COVID. Oh, so so you were still at the state house. The state house. It was after the state house before COVID. All right. So there was a small amount of time there. That and then, I went and worked for. I did um, sales and business development. Sales, primarily marketing events for restaurants. Okay. Three restaurants, and um, but because I did that. I had to put a lot of money. Thank God I was making enough money that I could A, pay for college. Then ended up, Kyle ended up leaving at the same time that fall. Mm. Um, so the money I was making went to 
supporting store and uh, Anna's college and myself and, and Libby of course and, you, and yourself um, and Libby I took a roommate <clears throat> at the farm to offset costs so like so at that point the store was kind of like not my focal yeah it's not in center it couldn't be you had to make you it wouldn't, it wouldn't have and done regardless enough. I was going there seven days a week still yeah right. like I'd go in the mornings um and then I'd head to the restaurants yeah and then you start serving too well, and then, so that was like 65, 70, 75, 80 hours because then I was working in the restaurants during COVID right. and that was crazy. But um, after that, I just got so burnt out and mm. I was just like, um, I go, I bet I could serve at a nice restaurant five nights a week, pick up more hours at the store and still make enough money yeah and my thought process too is if i was picking up additional hours at the store i wouldn't need to have someone there as much i wouldn't have an extra expense at the store cut down on that and then you could bring in you know you have a kind of a a steady gig at one place instead of a couple and then i was trying to yeah consolidate because i was and then you had then you had the renter at the house i had the divorce yeah and then the divorce going on the goat started passing away that's fun um, Libby started, um, Libby was growing up. She was working, um, at age 14, she's something, she got her work permit. But, um, so at that point, the store, there wasn't a thought of it not being around, but I just, I didn't have the bandwidth to think about it, expanding it or, mm-hmm. but, and sales started slipping. The less yeah. time that I was there. Yeah. Well, I must remember... They held for a while, and then they started slipping. Because I remember when you decided to stop serving and working at the restaurant and focus on the store full-time. Well, because I had sold the farm, so because I had a cushion. You had a cushion. And then it did start doing better. I mean, it was a goal. That was the two years. That's when you said, like, I'm going to give it, like, two years. Well, my CPA said, you know... You know, the amount of time you're putting in yeah. for what you're getting out is not sustainable for, it's not. just, it's, and, and she set realistic goals and I knew the numbers, like nationwide numbers of, yeah. you know, national averages and everything. And so I kind of adopted the mindset and I think I said this out loud to you a lot is I'm going to go big or go home, right? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, there's a kind of a a, a, a lesson in business. Which is, you know, if you're not growing, you're kind of dying. Yeah, where did you hear that from? I don't know, <laughs> but it's true. Though. I know where you're. I know who you're quoting that from a political figure. Oh, is that him? Yeah, I think you're right. It is him. It is. Him. But but I think it's it's kind of now now growing. I think is relative. It doesn't have to be like you know you're opening a new store every. Two when weeks. your business is stagnant, you right. feel it. Right. Yes, and 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 it becomes worrisome because. I think that invites, you know, stagnation and then and, and you get stagnant and then it's, you know. It's the energy sucker. Right, exactly. You're not, you're not excited. <clears throat> right. So when I came back, like, um, I think it was June. Yeah, it was June yeah, of was... 2022. Yes. Yes. 21? No, it was 22. I came in and... With guns blazing and just like 
went through the store, yeah. you know, reorganized it, went through the artist, reorganized it, did a bunch of culling of stuff that I had purchased when we had first opened that hadn't sold, just gave it away, just did a flushing out of the business. Um, and then being in the store again, and I think at the time Michelle was doing one day. I think it was one day. Um, we were still open when I took over, we were still open seven days and it was just like, okay, get back to the basics that I know about marketing. And I really leaned into that and then um, knew the numbers of where I had to get it to. Um, and then just started filling the store for Christmas. The first year I thought I was really being risky. Yeah. And I was not even a fraction of what I did this past Christmas. No, I mean, you did. And I, I added whole new categories to gift giving. and. Yeah. Well, that's the, the the year before, 22. You did, you had a good year. I think you had a record year. Yeah. But, we definitely had a lot of growth. And right. You, successful and you and could good. definitely see the difference with you being in the store full time. You could still, because, I mean, as much as, like, you know, you, you have people that work for you and... and they can do great jobs, and they did, and they do, and they, I mean, like I got t- instructors; they're fantastic. I, got, I mean, there wouldn't be a business without them. But at the same time, they don't own the business, and yeah. like you know, like so, of course, they're not going to, you know, has have as much invested as you, the owner, is going to have. Had, I was so fortunate with employees, though, that I think they were vested. <clears throat> oh, they were um, definitely vested, but they're not going to be as vested. They well, just can't be. It just, I, it just. South Park is such a funky little town, though. It's. It's funny that way. But I think what happened is I'm unique. What does your mom call me? Airhead? A bit of an airhead. I have like, I very like, uh, blow with the breeze. Yes. And I get impulsive. You're the ether. And, you know, and I'm also a pit bull. Like when I have an idea or a strategy or something, like I will see it to the end. Like I will... Like, put in the work mm-hmm. and make sure. And I think, like, it's a lot to deal with for some mm-hmm. people. For me, I mean, I probably couldn't work with me because it's like um, a pinball game sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or it might appear, like, when I mm-hmm. have, when it, when it makes sense to me inside what I'm doing right. and where I'm trying to get to. Well, I think that's why I, I you know, and I can only imagine, like, I, I've never, well, I have. You know, you work, if you're working for a person of a small business, I mean, things can move faster for you because who do you have to answer to? Nobody. You just answer to yourself, you, right? You know, so you can change thing. things, well, you, can you know, try. bam. Here's the thing with a small business that I really love is, and you just nailed it, is the response time. So like you have the flexibility and the freedom to, tr- to go big, to try right. new things because you know you can pull back the reins at any time. Right. Now, for me, going big or to trying new things doesn't always equate to a lot of dollars spent because I've never been heavily capitalized. I've never started a right. Well, that's with a that's loan. just it. So, it's, like you know, like you... I started the store. I saved my um, earnings from being a representative. So I started the store with ten grand, <laughs> and that was a lot of money. That is a lot of money at the time. Shit, it's a lot of money now. If someone told me I had to pay ten grand to start a business, that's a lot. No, but let me tell you, that was an empty store. Right. You spend ten grand is spent very fast. Oh yeah. Oh easily. You even think first first month's rent and security deposit. Yeah, first month's rent security you have to have a, a point of sale system. 
Uh, you yeah, probably you so have to buy. Yeah, so there's almost like half yeah. of the ten grand. What are you, what are you putting? You, you know, all your product your on. Tables, <laughs> yeah, your, you know. Uh, yeah. What's just, the condition of the building? I had no right. money to build yeah. out the space. Do, would you like a fridge in the building, just so you can keep your drinks cold while you're there so all day? Gave me one. Yeah. So, oh, you might need a computer. Oh, you need internet. Oh, you need a phone. Oh, you yeah. need you know like before. Yeah, ten grand goes quick. And the building was not beautiful, but. It was inside. It was like a purpley and bright fluorescent green. The colors oh, was are it? curves. Yeah. So like that's one of the things that I spent the money on, and I think as always, you get your best bang for the buck is paint. Yeah. Paint has a huge impact. Yeah, we did it at the studio because we had we bought it. it had carpet and wall to ceiling mirrors. And then about four months after we bought it, I don't it, want to look at myself when I'm doing yoga. Well, that, that, well. Back when the studio opened, that was kind of a thing. Yeah, Jane Fonda. Yeah. Oh, not even. No, it wasn't Jane. That's that's eighties. This is this is this is early two thousands. <laughs> but like, I guess uh, at the time for yoga, it was more of a I don't want to say power yoga, but it was like a it was something different where they they all had these floor to ceiling mirrors, carpet. I don't that wasn't part of it unless you're in a hot yoga. The hot yoga studios sometimes have sometimes have carpet in them i don't know why it's supposed to be sort of like absorbent and it's better i think they feel it's better yeah, that just way because anyway. a lot of the postures are on the floor right so yeah. you're not laying on a hardwood floor right i, I mean I, as americans I, like in... yeah but i mean so but we we ripped all that out and we, we closed down for a week after christmas and we painted everything but ripped you all the bought mirror. your business so oh yeah you had that expense you yeah. had to actually buy the business oh yeah and then once you got past that, then you had to have money for, Just, um, you know, changes you wanted to make. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, so, I mean, the business grew um, steadily, at least. I thought it was. Uh, you would know better than I am. But, uh, but, and then this Are you talking about the shop? Yeah, your shop. And then, like, this Christmas. Yeah, we oh, had yeah. great growth. We had we great. Had Especially this Christmas. Year, oh, this year was... Well, I mean, the, the home for the holidays was just bonkers. <laughs> so... So this Bonkers. year, well, because you were there, but listen. That's not it had nothing to do with me. It was just had. It was just wait a lot. I mean, because you had. I think you told me I had like, a plan. I, I had a vision. I, I remember you telling me that the like the most sales you had in one day was I think it was a day that you were sick and had COVID. So Libby, Libby and her friend Libby took and over Rowie the store. Took it to yeah. fifteen year olds, and they yeah, and they had like five thousand dollars in one day, they just shy of five thousand. Yeah, that was so, and that was. Record breaking. Yeah, record breaking. So then we did home for the holidays, and you, if you want to say it, you can, I don't, I don't want to say. It. I don't care. I mean, well, so home for the holidays, there was a there was a lot of different things in play, and um, I think being a small business owner, you have to consider where you are, what's going on around you, and where to lean into, and what should you do. Like right. so, home for the holidays historically has always been a great night for us. Yeah. We, um, well, it was always um, a night before too. It was, it was always, always Friday like, night. It was like and it was four like hours, five to eight. Yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't long. It was like two or three hours, but you would make like three grand. Three to that, four grand. In yeah, that day. we would always give away. So Deb DeCoff Maker started the first two years. She purchased these items for us to give away the first gifts of Christmas. Yeah. So she did it the first two years. Then I continued the tradition and carried that on. That wasn't cheap either because this year we did the the the. the the flashy bulb thing. This, the, 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 this the, uh, year, I went big, right? It was $1,000. Like, 
It was a thousand dollars. It was more than that. Was it more than a thousand? So I went big every. Well, so here's what was lining up. So home for the holidays. For the first year ever, they weren't going to have local crafters in the gym. The group that put that on. Um, part of the group was retiring. The part, the transition team. Someone was um, not able to do it because she was, I think, pregnant and late in okay. her turn. So there was. These conditions you can't control right. all happening at once so that, you know, the group that usually all of the local vendors that it shows up at the inside the school gym at Central School, that wasn't happening for the first uh, year. So that kind of so got my mind spinning. Um, and then also, um, I'd woken up and with memories of when I took the girls to Quebec City, old Quebec, yeah. in the winter. And and I don't even, it's funny, I don't even know if there was a uh, Chris Kindle market there or not. But I just had no, these... No, it's a German thing. No, well, no I mean, they'll do it Christmas in all the cities. They do it in Boston, Vancouver, Yeah, right, York, right. It's a Christmas the, It's the major market, cities yeah. do it. But it's, it's, it's a, it's a, um, it's dated back to the 1600s in Germany. Like, um, so I... I just woke up with these strong memories of how the little cobblestone shops were decorated and the mm-hmm. street um, vendors. And I started thinking about home for the holidays and there not being any artists across the street. And then, I don't know, like that's how I operate. And then I jumped to having a Chris Kindle market at the store. And then it turned, and then I said, well, I want to do it outside. And yeah. then I started sharing it with Michael, um, Chains of Cranes. And he's this incredible designer and um, just has a lot of positive energy. So we were fueling each other like little battery packs. And um, before we knew it, we had you guys uh, did a great six job. tents outside, oh. four, five. I can't remember. It was great, though. I mean, you had... Outside yeah, tent, and then we had them fully decorated with garland and big, huge Christmas balls and lights and Christmas music outside. Mm-hmm. And we well, so what I did is I put it out to um, the artists in the shop because I have so many. I thought it was only fair to do it with, you know, the people that I had relationships with for, you know, however much time. But said, if you want to be displayed outside, number one, do you want to be? Because you never know right. if it's going to rain, snow, or what. Yeah. Um, and we were doing it all day. And it was just holiday items. So things that were related to the holidays. And um, took Michael and I all of Friday to set up. And then we showed up at 7 in the morning on Saturday? Yeah, I think you did because I had to... You guys went before I went because I was bringing... What was I doing? I had to do something. Yoga. No, 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 no. I didn't teach yoga that yet that day. I know I didn't teach yoga that day. I, I mean, I had to get dressed in the elf outfit, but... Uh, I don't know. I, I got there... I, I remember I, I got there pretty early, too. I mean, it was 7.30. Well, no, we other, went together. We did go together. The other thing happening <clears> that I knew, like... So it was being suggested that businesses be open to the public from one to six, I think. One, because of the Christmas. Pre- Everything for the first time that year was happening on that Saturday. Right. Starting, though, um, the different, we have a lot of churches in town and a, a Christian academy. 
and they all kind of were the perimeter of the town. They were all opening up like eight o'clock yep. in the morning. Well, you were supposed to open at nine. That was so the plan. So I said in my head, I said, these people are going to be in town and not have anywhere to go. Right. So I said, if if we're fully decorated outside, they're going to show up. Right. And I think we got well, our we got first customers at, at quarter of eight. No, not a quarter of eight. It was at 830. It was about 830. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Because, oh well, yeah, because we had to still... Because you guys were bringing stuff, bring you were bringing out. outside, and then, uh, yeah, it was about 8 o'clock. I mean, 8, 8.30. And it was didn't eight, stop. And it just kept on going. So, I'm the introvert, so I said, I'll take... <laughs> wrapping outside. I did the gift wrapping tent, and Michael <laughs> took the... Um, so, we had two registers going. Yep. We had the, the one inside. big tent that had all of our local vendors. Yep. And then we had the gift wrapping tent, and then Tanya... Um, with her, uh, she's a realtor in town. She had the popcorn, popcorn station, tent. yeah. And then we you had, had a, a young f- couple that the farm, the farm, Poplar Brooks Farm, Poplar Brooks Farm. That's right. Um, they came, and I just asked for a space, and I was just like, sure. Um, you just have to decorate it. <laughs> it has to look good. <laughs> it has to look good. They did great. I mean, and it was... then you showed up as um, Buddy the Elf. No. Dave the Bearded Grumpy Elf. Dave the Bearded Grumpy Elf, who looked a lot like mm-hmm. Buddy the Elf. He looked like a lot. But you were inside the store. Yeah, and I was handing out the, the antlers. And we gave away this year, I think I spent $1,300. Which everybody thought, um, Deb's so funny, Deb thought, Deb came up to me, and she goes, everyone thinks I bought those antlers. She goes, I'm going to she goes, I'm gonna kill you. And she's only because she's humble. Yeah. But... Um, so they were reindeer antlers, and then they had the big flashy, flashy. colored bulbs on them, yep. and they were they were they were a hit. Yes, they were. So you handed those out inside, so outside people could make purchases with mm-hmm. Michael. But it was again like almost the whole entire time, body to body, right? Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty much packed all day. The and only people time people were buying, like yeah, I, yeah. The, that always. The only time it died me. down is when the parade happened. And you went out to the parade. I went out to the parade for a minute, and then I came back inside because there were still people in there. And then after that, it was still real busy. I think we before closed up that, shop about what eight o'clock, and we had no idea like what would happen that day because it was a different day, and you know I didn't know if we'd all be standing around or you know. I was but standing a lot. In my head, I was like, okay, if nobody shows up, it's <clears> a definite <throat> sign that I've got to move through this inventory and yeah. just i think i'm done right? yeah right and then people showed up though people showed up and it was almost three times our busiest day in the past yeah it, we did huge. huge it was huge and i said oh i guess that's a sign i'm a shopkeeper yeah and at that time also was working seven days a week and um yeah, i were... had help this year like um i had some great women step up and yep. say they wanted they really did. to huge help um, help unload and get things on the floor. And honestly, with the amount, the level of ordering I did this year, I wouldn't have been able to get all mm. like the local artisans' items tagged in on the floor or everything that I'd ordered. Um, but I was exhausted because then I also did a record number of private mm. parties in the evening. Mm-hmm. So, record December, Christmas comes and goes. January starts. It's up. What did I say? It was up 35, 40% over yeah. the early. So yeah. all signs pointing to 
growth. Right. Success. And then um, in my head, I, you know, I had one of the ladies that said that she wanted to work in the store. And I'm like, when you bring on an employee, it just opens the floodgates to all of these other expenses. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I, I've told at you before. At that time, even with all the money that I had paid or that I had made in the yeah. holiday season, it cost a lot with just yeah. the inventory brought in and consignment 60 or 70% goes straight out the door. Yep. Before you pay anything else. Yep. And, um, so it was, it's not like we had a big, huge year. Oh, and then I also put new lights in because mm-hmm. the old ones were horrible and that was $1,900. So it's all these things I had to replace the lock, the door. Yeah. And not huge expenses, but it's like it does, it, whenever it, you have a lot of money coming in. It, it seems to go out quick. It well, goes out mention, really quick. I don't think people sometimes realize that like well, then also, a small business, like your margins are always going to be slim and slim any fixing and yeah and anytime you have an additional expense or something else opens up in town that might take like three or four customers here and there no i don't no no i'm not saying that's what happened to you i'm just saying in general like i don't think that, that i don't that think can, that's an argument for any business that's like well, that's when you look at the pie being limited and you and i go back and forth on this the pie is not limited no, no i'm not saying it's, it's limited I mean, what i'm saying is that you're saying the market share is limited and if someone comes in it's it's not dear lord just don't i'm just saying if you lose customers that can like that's it, on it, you. No, I'm not saying it's not on what I'm. Dear Lord, let I'm me, very passionate about I, this. Let me finish, and then you can continue on your comments. <laughs> Wait, just, can I just say something? I'm just saying. I know I'm not. Oh my agree God! With let it. me finish. <laughs> I don't agree with it. You don't have to. Agree. I'm just saying it can be a lot. That can be a big expense well, for a business. It can be. Well, you didn't have that situation. No. I the thing that I always say is more attracts more. Yes and no. I don't think that's so always North, true. North that's why businesses go out of business. No, I think businesses go out of business either by choice or they're poorly run. No, not always. I don't think that's true. I think that's true. I don't think that's always true. No. We agree to disagree then. No, it could be there's too much. There, It's possible the market can get saturated. Absolutely. And it's going to, yeah. And then I don't think it's necessarily the, the, the best one rises to the top. It might be the one that has the most capital. It just, it could be whatever. They could just withstand more of a blow. Go to a, are you going to go to a shitty store just because they have more capital? I'm not saying it's a shitty store. I'm just saying they might have more capital with to withstand. It's possible. Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but like just, look at Portsmouth. Portsmouth has more seats per capita than anywhere else for the restaurants than yeah. anywhere else in the world. Right, but but the market share is allowing it. That's great. That's good. A lot of people like there's a lot of money in Portsmouth. A lot of people like to go out to eat. Yeah, you have the market share. Well, so the the whole the premise of the market share. One of the things why I'm so passionate about this. And let me finish. <laughs> The reason I get so hyped up on this is because my macro, my background's marketing and business development. And like, I know that, especially where I was around the corner in a laundromat. Yes. I was 
going to be all about destination marketing and providing an experience that was sticky. Yes. Meaning giving people a reason to come back, giving them an experience that they might not get at Target or Walmart. And you did that very well. Or even other gift stores or shops in the seacoast. So my competition is the whole seacoast. Well, yes and no. Because it's specialty shops. They're usually one or two in a town. Dover has quite a few now. Portsmouth has some. Um, But it's like I was brought up in my career to create a market and i'm very thankful for that for every business i've had that was always my job to go out and find customers go out and create a customer base from nothing that's what i've done my whole career started at ground zero and so you know one of my favorite stories was the young couple from the philippines they get off the plane in boston and they googled main gift stores and we popped up first so it's like those are those are the things you have to keep in mind that if you if you kind of get stuck in the mode oh i only have seven thousand people in town oh only 600 people are actually going to know i'm here you know and you think how can that be oh no that, that goes back to like if you're not growing you're dying all Every day someone would come in and say, oh, I've lived in South Burke my whole life. I didn't know you were here. Yeah. So to me, that's a gift. No, and I, I agree with you on that. I was just saying that it, sometimes it is luck of the draw, too. Oh, yeah. Well. And, and like, I, you know. Just, if you open exotic parrot shop in right. I mean, South and, and Burke, I, and, Maine. And that, goes, and that goes to how well your business is you're run. You're going to be swimming upstream. You have, you have to kind of do some research. Like, would this work here? What does our town need? Right. But then again, like places like Flo's Hot Dogs. Yeah. You know, there there's outliers and there's, you know, there's the hard and true success stories, the cookie cutters, the molds that you can't break. And then mm. there's franchises that come and go with the wind. Curves yeah. that was in the store. They were like the number one franchise for years. And they just disappeared. And, and their their trend is done. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But anyways, all of that to say when we did so well on Home for the Holidays, I took it as a sign that I was going to be a shopkeeper and probably stick with it to retirement age, I yeah. don't know. And then I you mean, were, and but then but then little things, you know, I think well, honestly with the universe what's meant to be is not going to pass you by. Well, I think I think what I mean and you can shoot this down if, if I'm wrong. So what, what I think happened was uh, you made you did a really good year and you saw how much money still had to go out. And then how much money was left? How much more effort needed to get and to the how next much, level? Right, and how much effort? So I still was, wasn't at the level so you were that still I working, could pull the salary right, I'm used to pulling. Right. So you were still working seven days a week. Like, I mean, not that before you weren't working seven days a week, but like you know, two days would be at home. Like you could do stuff at home if you needed to. The shop was closed or whatever it is. Oh, the year before, yeah. yeah. But now you were but in to this. Experience that level of growth. Right. So, but now you were in the store. Or somebody was in the store seven days. But that days was the norm. Away. It was only I know, just when I met but, you that. Well, I told you, you know, but you were getting burnt out. So to get to the next step up, to increase the sales, and you know, if I stayed in, I think I could have gotten there. 
Yeah, I'm sure. But it would have been at the same level. Right. That I gave last year. Right. And it's not sustainable. Or I would have had to, and what I was starting to put into play, I would have to create um, an adjunct to the business. Like I was going to create a new apparel line and launch an online magazine um, catalog. And so, but then that's another full-time job on top of running the store, but it was all with that growth mindset. Okay, if I get to this level of sales, I can pull the salary I'm used to. Right. But Which then, is not even a, I mean, yeah, we're not it's talking, a great salary. Yeah. Like I can pay for college, I yeah. can pay for my needs. Yeah. Start thinking about retiring. But like, I just, and then little things started happening. And I don't want to, almost don't want to say what they were because then yeah. people will say that's the reason I'm closed. But like, you know when you, you're just where, somewhere where you're not supposed to be and the universe just starts poking, poking the at bear. Yeah. They start, yeah. starts poking the bear and like, the things that irritate you start growing and being magnified. Yeah. And I, I'm sure people listening to this can guess what they were. Like, yeah. it's not a huge secret, but it's like, I was just, is this fucking worth it? Like, yeah, and then right. I was missing, I think one of the things too, coming home Christmas Eve, working Christmas home, coming home, the heat wasn't working. Yeah. I didn't have time to make a meal for the kids, like throwing together like yeah. processed appetizers. The trees were half decorated, never finished decorating the trees. But they look great. Well, they were beautiful. I have a lot of decorations. But you know what I mean? I just wasn't able to embrace... The other side of life was not what you wanted it to be. I was working weekends. I think I went paddling once. Yeah, maybe. Maybe once. Yeah. Um, and and two, like, missing opportunities with Libs. Um, and not, I mean, she's amazing. She just stop at the store and hang out. But it's only so much that you can, yeah. you know, connect. Yeah. When, because yeah. the store is busier too. Right, like, right. And so you decided, like, hey, this is this is not the direction I want to be. This, it, the store was no longer serving the purpose of leading me to where I wanted to end right. up. And to your earlier point, writing is what aligns you. However, can you make a living life? I I know that's a whole other that's a whole other question, but. It's a question you might want answered. Yeah, you you know. I mean, that could if, be if, one of the regrets in my life. Right. If 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 you don't ever try or try to answer that question, you'll never know. And it's not that I I haven't been writing or I haven't no. written books, but like I think mentally, emotionally, and physically, I've never considered writing as a path forward. I've always considered it as a Hobby or an add-on. Right. Hobby at the best. Right. So, what is your sketch outline going forward? No, I think what, you know... Do you even have a sketch? I mean, you don't have to, I guess. I don't, you know, the way that I was raised is that you couldn't leave a job till you had a job. Yeah. Like, that was nailed into us. Like, um, yeah. So, this was, this was a bit tricky because I remember I called you first... Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm I'm done. This I'm gonna close this the shop at the end of next month. And then I I called my landlord because mm-hmm. I wanted him to hear it from me. Right. And oh my God, one of my most favorite people in the world. Just 
the working relationship that we've had for the past seven years has just been, I would say, one of stability, one of security, one of mentorship, one of friendship. Sometimes it felt like family. I would get texts on the holidays. Oh, that's nice. You know, would see them at local, like, Libby's games. And it was just, you know, I remember my sister met them one time and she goes, you are so lucky. <laughs> like, that's that's who your, Landlord. your landlords are. Like, you are so lucky. She's like, they are good people. Um, so I wanted to call them because of the, you know, word gets around yeah, fast. Yeah, right, quick. And then I think I reached out to my children. Mm-hmm. And then the very next thing I did was I wrote an email with a strategy of how I was going to close and ended up changing a little bit. Of course. Um, and I sent it directly to the artist first because it's their their stuff in the store that they own. I felt like they needed to know first. Yeah. Because they had some decisions to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think everyone... I think everyone got caught off guard in the community, the artists included, and the you know the faithful shoppers and customers and friends because we had such a banner year, mm-hmm. like nobody saw it coming, except probably you. You know, um, my accountant. Yeah. Only because she she was just like we were having conversations all the way through about being realistic, like setting myself up for retirement. You know, right, helping Libby right. with college. Right. Um, did I want to, like, continue growing the store and then somehow pick up extra serving shifts? Yeah, and then you definitely didn't want to do that again. No. But, um, so, the one of the questions that I got a lot in this past month, which was hard for me, because I think it triggered me from my parents always saying, you got to have a job. You just yeah. can't, right? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So, I don't have anything. Yeah. I mean, there... I, I, and that's why I called you first, and not that I expect you to shoulder any financial responsibility right, for me, right. but like if if I'm renting from you and I say, hey, I, I'm I'm quitting my I'm closing down my shop and um, I don't have a job on the horizon. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like you. I felt like I had to talk with you just to see. It's okay if you can't pay rent. I just, you know, just, I just, I just secure interest. I'm gonna pay them rent. Just gonna cure. It's just gonna cure interest. That's all. I have rent for a certain amount of time, (laughs) but like, I to me that was important because like, this is your this is your name on the mortgage, right? Yeah. But I can afford the mortgage. I know, but still, like, if I'm living here, like, I feel responsible for my share. No, I know you. That's a big part of it for Mm me. But anyways, um. I'm taking, so I'm closing, I have to go back to the store tomorrow. Um, The last few artists are picking up. Um, Last bit of furniture is exiting. And then just have a few days next week to clean and vacuum out. How's the process gone? It's really fast. Yeah. Well, I didn't expect that so many people would show up for the last days. You know, as we announced that we were closing and then we Mm. announced the first deal and then we announced... The second, the second I, level. I yeah, think I only you went to two. two levels. Yeah, because um, then you did the then you did the five dollar thing, right? Was that the second level? Yeah, the first level um, was just um, 
buy one get one free of children's toys books enjoy lane farm <laughs> yeah, something like that yeah that sold out so fast yeah i bet it did but it was things that people tend to come to the store for i think uh note cards too doesn't really matter but but what i decided to do and where this veered off from the original email i sent to all the artists like i was trying to think of a way that if i knew that i would have to offer sales to keep people coming into the the store to the inventory my inventory was sold out i had a shitload left after christmas as much as i'd sold i'd gone so big that i had to i had to liquidate that um but my pos system if say if i just did okay this week is 25 percent off there's no way overall it won't it's not itemized it just takes it off the total correct yeah um unless i go through and change everything but so, and then again, just one morning, I was like, well, if I do buy one, get one free of my stuff, then we don't even ring, ring it in. Right. And we ring in the local artists and authors at full price, then they're unaffected. So then when I had that epiphany, I was like, oh, my God. So the artists that tend to sell through could stay to the end. If I knew, like, I had a verbal commitment, they wouldn't abandon their items. Right, yeah. So they could... And, again, that was their choice, their mm. decision. Some chose to stay. Some chose... To pick it up. To pick it up. And then, honestly, some got caught in the backdraft where they came in right away and picked up before I made that change. Mm. Um, and then the second layer, we went, you you didn't like my first... I was just getting drawn out and oh, exhausted I know, but, but, but... and ready to be done. And I said, come in and support a local artist at full price, and anything I own will be a dollar. Which is insane. You were like, no. You no. said no. Well, because I had fifty dollar items. I had well, that, and also like a dollar. I mean, it's not going to even. It's not going to even <laughs> cover the 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 the, uh, the credit card uh, uh, fee that you have to pay. I mean, it's not going to even... But I think we were so shocked by how many people were showing up. We had our largest sales days it's, other than Christmas yeah, so Market. Yeah, so you did $5. So it's like you can buy anything. Like, no, support... before that. Though, oh, yeah. yeah. We were having like Christmas days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good because a lot of it sold. I, or got, I came got... home with five small crates of stuff. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. And there's only a couple artists left. So we were there today. Some so. artists. So during the 12 days. So what <clears> I also did because I was so burnt out and I wanted time with you and yeah. I wanted time with the kids. Um, Harry, I wanted just to be home. I wanted to like. You took a couple days off. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't. I wanted to be able to. Now I have five loads of laundry sitting in the hamper. <laughs> but like I, I was just ready to not be at the store seven days. So I, the other thing that I came up with is I'm only doing this. Wednesday through Saturday, yeah. 12 to 5. Yeah. I just, it's like the universe had dropped the anvil and there was, I was done. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing anyone could have said to me, you, my kids, my friends, no. artists, to make me change my mind at that point. <clears throat> right. I was like steel trap. I had the idea of how I was just going to liquidate, how um, I'd even taken out so much money from my retirement so that yeah. um, if nobody showed up, I didn't could, matter. I could just write all the checks and cash right, out and be done right. and hold my head high. Yeah. yeah. And um, what was the point? Well, you're just talking about how you closing, closing. When you're done, you're done. Yeah. And, I, you know, people, like, it's so hard because will I miss it? Absolutely. Like, I've made a lot of friends with artists mm -hmm. and customers and um, 
Peggy next door. Peggy sent so many people to the shop. She's a hairdresser and like she just was very giving for those seven years. Just amazing, amazing woman. In exchange, she had the only guaranteed parking space at this shop. So, I mean, there was value on both of course, sides. Right. We were we were helping each other out. But, like, yes, there's so much that I'll miss. But, like, already. Well, you feel like a weight's been left off your shoulders, I'm sure. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm you're. I'm not even scared about what's next. No, no I know you're not. I was going to say, I think some people would, but I don't see that right now. I, think, I see you as excited about what's next. Well, I think I know. Worst case scenario, I don't end up getting a job. I can go wait on tables and make enough to pay for Libs College. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. that, I mean, that's not my goal. Right, right. But but I'm not going to be homeless. Well, you said you were going to take the next 30 days and just kind of I, see. I've never, I've never had a space or time in my life when I didn't have something, multiple things pulling on me. Right. So, like, yeah. you know... Take some time and... 30 days. Yeah. I'm going to pay you March's rent on the 1st. <laughs> Harry yeah, I just know, I know, I know about that, Harry. We'll see. And, I I mean, when the farm sold, I don't have any debt. Yeah. I'm in this amazing position that, like, you know, if I didn't take this time to see who I am and where I want to be with the next 10 years, or you're going to retire early... So, like, mm-hmm. I know I'm a lot older, but, like, I want to be able to retire when you do. Like, if I had kept going in that path, I would have been at the shop through Oh, you still... I'd be, I'd be working, I'd be at, working at the shop for you. I'd be working for you for free. And you <laughs> did, yeah, you did do that a couple times. Well, that's okay. I didn't mind. It was fun. Yes, you, you were like... Mm. You, you ended up making dinosaur videos. Yes, the dinosaurs <laughs> attacking each other. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Uh, like... Today, you know, you did what you had to do for work, and then um, we went and picked up some. Fr- we were able furniture. to be together, and mm-hmm. we went to lunch. Yeah, that was nice. We ran into someone that's a customer of the <laughs> store. store. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is that place called? The Salt Box. Saltwater Farm. Saltwater Farm. Saltwater Market. Yeah, it was Wells. Food. Oh was... my god, it was so good. Hey, I'll look it up because I know that was it was good. Yeah, and then. We had found out about it from some customers, Francois and uh, Lamoth. They recommended it. And then, ironically, they carry the House for Me coffee. Yeah. So it was all these little pings, like ping, 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 ping. And they're gluten-free. It was for food. For the love. Oh. Yeah, that's what it was for. I'm Googling it. The love. Of food Of food and drink at Saltwater Farm. In Wells, it was very good. Will you go back? Yeah, I'll go back. It's a uh, uh, they do dinner and lunch and breakfast. They have an awesome brunch. We need well to Saturday, sa- uh, Fridays and oh no, they do. So it's every day they are there. They're open from eight to two, and then five to eight, and they're closed Mondays and Tuesdays. They had a great smash burger. That's what I had. I had um, uh, fish and chips, but it was gluten free. It was gluten free. That's right, and I just had the peanut butter cookie. A little while ago. It was delicious. Yeah, you smuggled those in. Oh, yes, I smuggled those in. Um, so the next 30 days, I am I want to take Harry for walks. I want to get back on track with yoga and Peloton. Mm-hmm. want to keep writing. Um, and I want to decompress, and I want to 
I know there's so many people that I want to spend time with, but I almost think I'm so quick to jump into something mm-hmm. or get excited about something that I almost want to hibernate for 30 days. Obviously, I'll see the kids. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. And, but like, I really want to see what happens if I don't have anything pulling on me for 30 days. And That's I'm good. outside and reading and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, take your time. Cleaning the house. There's plenty of things I can clean in the house. I don't think that's... The house is pretty clean, I thought. I had to give you a tour. You're like, what? It's clean. I gave you an up-close tour. It's fine. Can't see it. We'll just get Eva back here. (laughs) (laughs) My mom will find things that are not clean. She should have been an inspector in the military. This is dirty. Thank you. We had a great visit with your mom and dad. Yeah. And um, it was funny because I said something to her. I said, Eva, you should have been, you should be a counselor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, she was a counselor. And you were like, she was a counselor. <laughs> Prisons. Prisons. She's a badass counselor. <laughs> and then I want to just say that something for me, we went to your family's house. What celebration was that? I think it was just... Birthdays? No, well, it was around my dad's birthday, but it was just a brunch. It was just a brunch? Yeah. So you have a very large vocal family, and I love spending time with them, and I love just taking it in. I don't even need to really say anything, because I just... That's how I grew up. Like, I just... I feel very at home. But I wanted to then... It was right after. It was the day after I'd made the decision about the story. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It was the day and after. And I didn't want to announce anything because I didn't want your parents to see it before. I, I don't know. Like, we've been together almost two years, but it's like... It's a different situation because we're both older. Mm-hmm. But they're still... Like, I, I care very much for your parents. And I was just like, for respect. I don't know. It was weird. I wanted to tell them. Yeah, that's fine. But we waited for everybody to leave because it's not about, I didn't want it to be spotlight conversation. And your dad really, I think, gave me permission to take the 30 days. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't say a lot, but what he says is usually pretty. Well, you know, it's it's, it's funny you say that because I, you know, as my dad's got older, I think he's become much wiser. But, uh. You're welcome, Dad, if you're listening to this. But uh, I remember him telling me when I was younger, never quit your job until you have another job. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I remember him saying that. But, I mean, I don't think that's bad advice. No. It's not a bad advice at all. I've never had this option in my life before. But I think, you know, as you get older, I think you realize, yeah, that's what you should do if you need to have a job. But if you have that opportunity to kind of, you know, reset. I'm in a situation with having sold the farm. Right, yeah. Kids are older. Right. That's what I mean. Is if you have the, uh, the the opportunity to take, then you should take it. But he was really, he goes, in, in, it's almost like, not that he had to give me permission, but he was very, like, it was very sweet. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I relaxed into it because I didn't, I'm such a rule follower. Like, I didn't want them to think, oh, she's giving up her income. She's not going to pay rent. She's, like, going to be a drain on Dave. Like, I do care what people think about me, especially people that are close to me. Yeah. And I just wanted to, I don't know, assure them that that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Well, then, in subsequent podcasts, we'll have to do gen updates. 
Is she making money? Is she, she paying Has she bills? paid the rent? Has Dave moved her out to the yard in a, in a tent? <laughs> reduced, reduced rate. Reduced rate. <laughs> reduced rate. Would come with me. Harry would. Yeah, Harry would. He follows you around like a freaking shadow now. I'm his person. Oh my He's god. Chosen me. I come home. He's upstairs on the bed. He doesn't even bark. He doesn't get down. He doesn't come see me. Nothing. I gotta go upstairs and go like, hi. Wait, I gotta tell you one of the funniest things Diana texting with her today. She's like, text. Remember, I think I yelled at you. She said, Well, now you have all this time on your hands, you can get your scuba certification. <laughs> <laughs> I love that girl. And I'm like, So I was so excited to tell her recertification because I did get certified yeah. years ago. Mm -hmm. I remember nothing. I would not trust myself diving. <laughs> I wouldn't trust you diving. Either. I would not. What's um, this for? That's the breathing apparatus. <laughs> no. Diving is a lie. It's just calculations with the depths and the pressure no, and no, the no. tanks, how much oxygen. No. no. That my mind One of my rules of survival, way. don't make sure don't put yourself out there so you can be part of the food chain. It's not a, it's not a good idea. So, that's my story in a nutshell. The that's store cool. will be um, the store's closed now, but I've been going this week to meet artists and write checks and help them pick up stuff but after tomorrow it's going to be pretty empty mm -hmm. and then it's already really empty a couple days of cleaning out and then um, yeah people picking up furniture that you sold to them and yep and then good. you know i had no idea what's happening next to the building um yeah i had people from portland reach out to me wanting the, the, to talk about the building sale. Yeah. And like I wonder. I'm just wondering, like, how well... Because, I mean, South Berwick's got, like, right now, end grains closed. The pharmacy is closed. There's an energy, though, in town yeah. of... Um, but there's also the... Uh, something else went away, too. That little other shop that was over there. So... Everything that seems to be empty right now is pretty much filling up because the is pharmacy it? has something going into it. Does it? Does it? End Grain, um, the Italian restaurant from Kittery Foresight is opening a sister restaurant. Oh, no kidding. Secundo, Ooh. And that's going to be opening soon. An Italian restaurant? Negrain, Grain, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. And then I think um, the chiropractors um, leased one of the empties. Oh, did they? Yep. And there's a midwife going in. Um, so you know all this stuff. I don't know shit. I don't want to know this stuff, to be honest. But I know like people are trying to purchase real estate in South Berwick, mm. and there hasn't been a lot on the market. And well, I I'm, think South Berwick's kind of in a. I was talking to my dad about my mom and dad about this when uh, they were up here. It's a, it's a, it's a you know suburb. It's really the a suburb. Portsmouth, Boston, Boston, New York. Yeah, but it's it's a nice location because you're twenty minutes from everything, max. Oh, I did go snowboarding for the first time yes, in a did. couple of years. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we're close to the mountains. We're close That's to the say, ocean. That's the same. You're about 20 minutes from everything. Well, it took a little longer to get to the mountains. Yeah, but still, you're pretty close to everything. Yeah. I mean, you can, you know, you can throw a rock and hit New Hampshire. You're 10, 15 minutes from York. 10, 15 minutes from Portsmouth. About five minutes from Dover. Yeah. You get to the beaches real quick, and you can use the back roads. You don't have to use, you know, 95 and 1. Yeah. Which is really um, nice. So I don't see myself, unless I have to, ever working for anyone else again. <laughs> and I don't see myself in a position that 
I have to be physically available at a storefront. Oh, no. I just, I feel like I've missed out on so much with my family and stuff like that. Well, it's, it's, it's gen time. It's gen time. It's gen time. That's what it I is. I love that. It's gen time. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Because, you know, um, yeah, because you will. Maybe do some marketing for yeah. some small yeah. businesses. Maybe do mm. some copywriting. But also, you'll be able to see Aaron more. You'll be Aaron to... already has an assignment for me. Yeah, and then. my free time. And then with Libby going to college, you'll have more flexibility to go see her down Flights there. Flights are anywhere from $41 to e $61. And to even if you Charlotte. want to go see Anna, it's going to be a little easier and more flexible to go see her. It's expensive to go to Vancouver. It's expensive, but... It's like two grand. But, but at the least, you don't have to worry about, you know... Coverage. Coverage of the store and or closing the store like for a week or... Libby's soccer season, the end of this yeah. fall, this previous fall, I did... I was like, I'm not missing these senior games. No. And I did close the game, the store when time. I couldn't find coverage. And, you know, people reached out to me, hey, I tried to get there and you were closed. And I do feel horrible, but, but I don't feel but you, guilty. No, you shouldn't. Because, like because as, you know, as, you know, 20, 30 years from now, you're not going to be wishing, well, I wish I had kept the store open and not seen Libby hours. play. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? No, I do know. And I think I learned that probably a little late. So... But again, I've all, if you have to work, you have to work. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I'm it, not it, saying everybody yeah. should just quit. No, no. But I mean, um, uh, that book, uh, The Eight Habits of Highly Effective People, one of the, one of the habits he was in, this is one that stuck with me a lot, uh, and uh, two that really stuck with me. One was always keep the end in mind. So, you know, at the end of your life, what do you want to be able to look back and say you did or didn't do? Yeah. And what are people going to say at your funeral? And uh, the other one is uh, my business philosophy with the studio is win, 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 which it's got to be a win for the studio. It's got to be a win for the customer, and it's got to be a win for the uh, the teacher. What about a win for you? Well, I'm, I'm the studio. Oh. Your mom asked if I was going to join the studio. No, you're not. I said no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> No, I think we, especially with me being home more now, we need different space. What do you mean we need different space? I think, like, you need your gig, I need my gig. Like, <laughs> not that I, like, I love being with you. And Just not all the time. Oh, I think it's, we need, we both need to keep growing. You're going to. Oh, yes. You're going to, um, and not, yoga's not my thing. And no, I know it's not. That's all right. Not mind. to teach. Yeah, right. No, I, no. So. I do love yoga. You know, but you have your yoga that you like, and you keep doing that. You always copy it. And I don't it always copy. Your... There's like two poses I copied out of it, which I thought were cool. Elizabeth will always say, "He's <laughs> doing your thing." Jenny's <laughs> <laughs> doing your thing. Well, just for that, I'm gonna do that this Monday night. But this... I don't think you do it right. I do it right. <laughs> I do it right. I do it better. You do it better. <laughs> oh, my God. So what's up next for... So what's up next? For, well, I think we'll, well, we might be able to do more podcasts. Yep. Which would be good. Except you're coming into your busy season. Well, I mean, we still can do it, though. I mean, because you'll have much more flexibility in your schedule. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was part of it. We just, you know, if you're at the store and I'm here, and then, you know, we're two or ships passing. Or you just passing. get done, you're exhausted. Yeah. 
That's okay, but it's not like it's like six hours a week. It's I like, asked you if there was anything and you wanted me to take over in the house and grocery shopping. No. I said, do you want me to take over grocery no, shopping? No, I don't want you taking over grocery You don't. You hate it. I know. I, if I'm home, I, I know, I but do no, I don't mind doing it. I kind of like it. It's like hunting. You have a weird fascination with hamburgers. It's like, I, I do. You know, even, and then the one time I went last week with you to Demolis, I'm like, how does he know where everything is? Like, it's not even your store. You just have it oh, I know. cued, cued I know down. I feel like you're on this, like, you got to find the good deals. You got to know where everything is. Mission. Yeah. That's you in the army. Yeah. You're no, it's seek and destroy. destroy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just go into this weird mode. Oh, yeah. And, it's a, like, and you got to find the good deal. It's like a, it's like a game. It's kind of fun. So what yours said, I noticed you put a draft in the blog. You're going to... We'll talk about that later. You don't want to talk about that. No. I wanted to... This year, before I made this decision, I wanted to ta- tackle the hard topics with the podcast. Yeah, well, we, we the said... The things that people don't feel comfortable Well, we were going to talk about, about... I think the next one we were going to... Uh, well, one of the topics we want to talk about, I don't know if it's going to be the next one or not, depending on what, what's going on, but uh, 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 what, do we, what do we call it? Chronic pain? Well, what you've endured for how many years? Yeah. Since you're in your 30s, chronic Mm. pain, you have a hip that needs to be replaced. Mm -hmm. You have a shoulder that's been overused. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think my sister sees the pain with you. It doesn't even register for me. And I'm like, why is he laying down? Like, so I think... I just don't have a lot of experience with chronic pain, so I don't think I even pick up on it half the time. I don't think I realize how much it takes out of me. Because I've just been living with it for so long. Yeah. That I don't realize it. Like, like I get frustrated. Like, oh, God, well, you know, it's it's 1 p.m. and, you know, 1 in the afternoon. Why am I so freaking tired? Yeah, you're like clockwork. Like, yeah. you... And even we went... Um, I want to take you to Ruby's favorite spot. Yeah. And, you know, it's a three-mile trek, and it's like, your hip won't, that's not, that's, that'll be that's diff- not an easy choice for you with no. your hip. Nope, it is not. So that's like, but I'll do it for I Ru- get that sucker replaced. I'll do it for Ruby, though. Well, no, I, I don't ever want to put you in a position that you're... No, but I'll do it for Ruby. She's well, she's gone. But she's... You're not doing it for Ruby, you'd be doing it for me. Well, I do it for you, too. But, so I want to also talk about, like, I know we've touched on suicide because mm. of my dad, but I think there's a lot more to share there. Yeah, we can and do like, that. like, um, you know, what what to look for, what, I don't know, just in the aftermath is the, the thing that, oh, I have experience with it all, but like, well, I mean, aftermath, Did we talk about that before, the aftermath? I don't know. I don't think we really went into it. Well, we talked about suicide before, but I don't think we've talked about the aftermath. No. So maybe um, we could talk about that. And there are different ways. Suicide comes in many shapes and forms. And sometimes it's quick and sudden and unexpected or it's a surprise. And then other times it's like this. Like my dad was telling us he was going to take his own life since I was a little girl. Like it's yeah. all we heard. Yeah. You know. And we can, you know, and, and, and for the folks listening, I mean, if there's stuff you want us to talk about, let us know. We can... I think um, the one thing also that's important to me that I want to talk about is, um, you know, meeting Michael with chains of cranes and 
the relationship that we've developed over uh, a year. Mm. It's only been a year that I've known him. No, it's been longer than that. No, it's been a year. He's been in the store for two Christmases. Okay. Yeah. November to November was a year. So just a little over a year. All right. But like, I think, um, I think we need to talk about domestic abuse and violence that happens in homes because it's yeah. so prevalent and I think we should probably, there's no way there's no easy way out like we should probably try to find somebody to talk to about that i don't know if i mean not you well i'll talk about it well, I was, i'll I ask questions but yeah, i'm not you, can you know be, now with our new setup like we can just have like i would love for michael to come in and pull up a chair but he doesn't have the experience the personal experience what's i'm saying i don't really either so we do need someone like What's I'm saying? If we could maybe find like someone that's in charge of an organization or, or a counselor. Well, I, also, I mean, I know a few. Yeah. I mean, we I, I know some people that might want to talk about it. Or that was the next thing I wanted to reach out. Um, there's someone I did reach out to to do a show. Was um, people living with fatal disease oh. that sometimes are curable, sometimes they're not. Like mm. um, my family. Family's disease seems to be cancer. Everybody and their mother yeah. has cancer. So I have a lot of familiarity with that. But, uh, you know, we're all living with different stressors and traumas or histories that... And it's not that I think we should all dwell on it, but I also think that there is some danger in just filing it away and acting as though it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. No, you should like it's, not it's, sitting in your shit. I think it's yeah. important to sit in your shit. Yeah, but then to let go, mm-hmm. the operative, or learn to live with it. Yeah. Somehow be learn to with live it. with it. Be, and be at, at peace, peace with, it. with it, and so it's not consuming you. Yeah, I'm sure we can. We I don't can, know how. I don't. Yeah, know. We should start just jotting down ideas, and even if you know we can make decisions on what we do, is it just going to be you and I talking about it? Do we bring somebody else in or whatever it is? Um, Daryl Frank wants to come back. Oh, he wants. To, what does he want to talk about? He the title of the podcast being "It's Not Creepy What I Do." Oh, cool. <laughs> because now he's been working as a mortician for a almost a year since the last podcast. Yeah, and he has a broader perspective on it. And he said the comment he gets most often is, man, that's creepy. What mm. you do is creepy. So he wants to kind of dispel some of the... What about some esoteric stuff? Okay, Eva. Okay, Eva, please broke in the house. Yeah, I would love to do that. Like, I've been doing a lot more tarot cards. Maybe talk about some ghosts and aliens and... Is that, al- is that esoteric? So, esoteric is the information that only a tiny slice of humanity has access to. So maybe, that's, like maybe that's just a discussion. Ancient, the ancient what is mysteries. It? Like, so when maybe, Jesus went to Alexandria to learn the ancient mysteries when he disappeared in his 30s, that's the esoteric that's where, information that... That's, that's where we're going down rabbit holes now. It's just information that no, has been good. guarded. Well, that's, then maybe that's what we have a podcast on, is just what is that? And then we can branch it off from there, too. Hermeticism is a huge yeah. piece of that. That's the what I'm Kabbalah. You just branch it off that. The information that was kept from the majority of the population because mm. for many different reasons. For power, mm. for fear. Mm-hmm. You know, the lost books 
the Gospel of Thomas, mm -hmm. of Mary, mm -hmm. there was like, oh God, so many books pulled out of the Bible. At the, you always call it the Council of the... The, the Council of Nicene. Yeah. That's where they decided what the, the Bible was going to consist of. And they just took the books out. Um, well, like, one, of, one of the favorite books of mine is where Jesus and one of his disciples, um, what am I looking at? They're talking about, you know, the kingdom of God really being within each of us. Mm -hmm. And mm. the church doesn't want that. Well, that's fine. That's why I grew up believing. I was taught that. No, but if you don't need a priest or right. a spiritual no. leader, I was to... taught that. I was taught that your God. Your mom is very. Yes, that's true. Avant garde. God is in every one of us already. We, are we don't need. We don't. Pieces. Right. We are well, one. I, I think there's. I mean, we could talk about because I mean, if you want to go into history stuff, I can talk about history. I stuff. can talk about esoteric. We are one. Like, um, I have this great. Oh, you should read it first was channeled in the 60s by Ra, and it's every answers to every question about everything. In this book? It's a series of books. Mm -hmm. I was actually reading it. I just gotten it when I first met you. Oh, yeah? Hmm. Because that was the answer to everything. Talks about um, different, <laughs> different, um, how do I say this? Like, you know how sometimes I'll talk about, like, the Pleiadians... Mm -hmm. or um, the different star galaxies or whatever you want to call oh, them. Oh, Jesus. But it, it talks about that. What's our time? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, my God, we're way over. Way over. Well, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Well, then well, let's, let's... Harry's asleep. Yeah, let's, let's jot down some ideas. Let's... And then, and then maybe if anybody wants to give us some ideas. I want to pull or some something. of your family onto the podcast. Oh, Jesus. I would love for my sister to come on. Yeah. Anna did a podcast. That, was fun. Pod that was fun. Aaron will, would rather die, yes. curl up and die before he did a podcast. So, all right. What would you like to do? I don't know. That's why we'll talk about it. We don't need to just continue to talk about it here. So... Thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully you continue to listen. Send us ideas and comments for stuff you would like to listen to or if there's anything we just talked about that sounds very interesting, please let us know. Uh, you can find uh, myself at Yoga on York and Jennifer, you'll just have to wait and see. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. <laughs> so. But thank you for listening. Until next time, have a great day.